How are you? Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. What's going on, Max? Of course. I'm doing pretty well here. I'm a little optimistic about the selections in free agency by Joe Douglas. I know we spoke on the phone last week when the frenzy was going on with the Jets, and you said it. We have to give it to Douglas. Yeah, no, you got to give him credit. I mean, um, I think he spent his money wisely. I think he spread it out. I think he... You know, he covered a lot of needs. Um, once again, you know, it's only on paper, but, you know, I'm very optimistic with, you know, most of the guys he brought in. And I think it pretty much, it kind of narrowed it, at least in my mind, it kind of narrowed it down to how to get a focus on the draft. I mean, with this influx of talent with ASC quarterbacks now, and I'm sure you heard the news today with Matt Ryan. Yeah, on the way um, to the uh, Colts. Right, he's on the Colts, and, you know, Russell Wilson's with the Broncos, and, you know, the Jets have to make a trip to Lambeau to face Rodgers. Um, man, I, I think, you know, besides the number one receiver, I think they're going to probably target defense, I think, early in the draft. Mm-hmm. I was reading some mock drafts, and I wasn't too happy about what I was reading, and a current trend that I've been noticing online with the mock drafts is Kayvon Thibodeau, and I know <laughs> we're not fans <laughs> of his. I noticed that's been a trending topic lately in the mock drafts, and I really hope that doesn't pan out, and I was hoping in the past few days that the Jets would sign one so that we wouldn't have to draft Kayvon because we know that there's some issues there that we've heard in the press and just what happened at the Combine when he quit early. Well, they did get that kid Martin from the uh, Texans, I believe. Jacob Martin. Right. But, you know, he's more of like a situational role player. Um, you know, I'm not sure, you know, you know, maybe they factor him in for a half a dozen sacks. But, you know, don't don't kid yourself. They they get a draft and they draft you at some point in this draft. The Thibodeau thing is, you know, I'm really not concerned so much about his on field stuff. It's just from everything I've read or spoken to people, it, he comes with a lot of baggage. And it could be immaturity, it could be work ethic, you know, who knows, I, I'm really not sure of details. But, man, I, could, I, I really hope they see a clear of this kid. Um, I think they could find a pass rusher, you know, later in, in the draft, maybe the second round. I agree. And I, to be quite honest with you, you know, I, I, I think those first four picks, I think you're probably going to see in no particular order, I think you're going to see a wide receiver. I think you're going to see a corner. I think you're going to see a pass rusher. And probably see a linebacker because the linebacking core right now is probably the, the weakest unit on the team. I agree. And N'Kobe Dean is a name to watch out for. Oh, that's right. Is that the kid from Georgia? I, yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. Yep. That's a guy to watch. And, uh, but getting back to free agency, and then when we spoke, you know, he added the two tight ends, which I was was just absolutely thrilled. Conklin. Because, man, oh, man. Man, did Zach suffer when that happened to go to tight end last year. Now he's got two of them. Um, I, I, I think that was a really, really good move by Douglas. And then if you look at the secondary, it's funny, you know, right before I was reading a, a a draft magazine, pre-draft magazine, mm-hmm. and they break down the position groups. And uh, I was looking at cornerbacks, and then they always have a flashback little section, and they say a swing and a miss, a breakout player, and then there's a section called Diamond in the Rough. And who's the player listed as Diamond in the Rough? He was a fifth-round selection in 2018, 
It was DJ Reeves when they just got from the Seahawks. <laughs> so I was happy to read that, I can tell you that. I was happy when we got him, even though there were people out there that wanted different players. Carlton Davis, I think, was one of them for the Buccaneers, but we didn't end up getting him. And Marcus Williams was a fan favorite who they really wanted, and we didn't end up getting him. But if we got him, I don't think we would have been able to get Jordan Whitehead and DJ Reed. That's right. I think you're right. I think the money spent for the two of them, you wouldn't have got if you paid you know, for a big-time corner or a big-time safety. No. And but but the good thing about all of this is they all come from winning programs. You know, I, I forget if it's three or four of these guys that they brought in, they either either played in Super Bowls the last couple of years or conference championships in the last couple of years, and were veteran leaders, and they they know how to win. And the Jets last year was so young and you know so raw. It's that I think this is going to be really good locker room and leadership with these guys that they brought in the free agency. Do you think the Jets will make any more moves before the draft? Because they, it was mentioned online that I don't think we, we signed Lawson pretty late last year. Yes, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I, I know it, I was looking at over the cap, and I, I, if you take away 20 for the rookie class, right now they only have about 9 or $10 million left. And you know they could play with the numbers and cut somebody or restructure somebody, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. that nine could turn into twenty. But um, yeah, I would. I think if there's an opportunity to improve the roster, I think Douglas could make a move. And I still think he has something up his sleeve because I don't believe he's going to use nine picks in the draft. I just, I just don't. No. Um, I, and I think whether it's an edge rusher or a receiver or something. I would not be shocked if he trade away, trades away a couple of picks and gets another player of need. I thought the fans were going crazy online because they've been begging for a number one wide receiver, and there were two trades that happened recently with Devontae Adams and Robert Woods. Well, Robert Woods I don't consider a number one. I, I put him in the same class as Corey Davis, so I, I don't think they would have gone that route. Um, Devontae Adams I understand, but I don't, first of all, I, you know, why would he come to the Jets? I mean, you, you know, to go from a program like the Packers to uh, an up-and-coming program, hopefully, like the Jets and, and, and a young quarterback. But also the money. You know, I I don't think the Jets are in position to pay $28 million for a wide receiver. Some wide receivers that we do have to look out for that are still on the market. I, I saw the three top ones, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, and Will Fuller. Would you be surprised if they made a move for one of them if the money was right? I would. I would. I think Fuller has had injury problems his whole career. Um, Beckham, I, I think that you're just looking at him. That's not happening. And, um, yeah, I, I, I'd be shocked. I, I really would. I, I think unless something like really – you know, just came out of, out of left field. I, I think they're very comfortable just taking a receiver, probably a 10. I wouldn't be shocked. And, you know, whether it's Garrett Wilson or the kid from USC. Drake London. Um, yeah, I, I think one of these two are probably going to end up on Jets. It's very possible. But then I'm seeing all these other not drafts in the news saying that the, the Jets could trade out to gain capital next year in the draft. And I feel as though the Jets, they should just use their two picks that they have this year because you you can't keep prolonging next preparing for the year after the year after. I want to build now. That's right. I, I totally agree. I think, you know, Douglas's first couple of years, I understand going that because, you know, 
he has, you know, some type of plan on how he wants to build his team. But, you know, I, I, uh, I don't want to hear that they're going to start acquiring more picks for next year and they have X amount of money for draft cap, you know, for the, for the cap space. You know, I, I want to start building the team now and winning now. You know, I, I don't want to know that they have 10 picks in next year's draft. That's not going to do me any good. I want quality players. You know, if, if you scouted and you did your homework right, and I mean, it, it's all a crapshoot. There's no sure thing. But, you know, it, it's time. You, like last year, he had, he had on about four players last year. He's got to do the same thing this year. I agree. He's got to hit on the top four picks, the the first and second round. It's a must, and, and I think, I think he should be able to, depending on how the the staff is working and if they're doing their homework, as you said. But I'm a little worried about the offensive line coach. I don't know if you heard in the news that he was caught with a DUI this past weekend. I don't know if you saw that news report come up. Yeah, I'm That's kind of disturbing, you know, but um. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how exactly going to handle that situation. Um, but we'll see how that goes. But, you know, once again, you know, I think the, the two biggest question marks right now, probably, I'll put them in this order. The biggest question mark for me is what is Beckham going to turn into? Mm-hmm. That That's my biggest issue. I would have loved to bring Morgan Moses back. I think we spoke about that last week. That's you know, right. It didn't happen. Um, who is, you know, I, I, you want to pencil in Beckton as your starting right tackle. Great. I, I got, you know, even if he goes to left tackle and, you know, and they bounce fan to right, I don't think that happening, but either way, Beckton needs competition. You know, he's got to be pushed in Connor McDermott. You know, he's, he's a nice utility player, but he's certainly not going to push Beckton. No. You know, they, they, they have to find somebody. And, um, you know, I don't know who that guy is. I mean, I'll tell you one thing. If one of those tackles are available at four and the Jets happen to take one of them, Beckton's gone. You know he's getting traded that night or the next day. Oh, yeah. I I think that would happen. Yeah. Yeah. There's no no way they're going to take a a tackle with a fourth pick in the draft and let the guy just sit on the bench if Beckton happens to win the job. There's no way that's going to happen. No. And I think Linderbaum, I really hope he's not out of the question, but it's starting to look because the Jets have so many needs at this point with wide receiver. I think the fan base is going to uproar if we don't get a wide receiver at 10. I mean, they're so hungry for a number one wide receiver. It's insane. So I don't know if we trade back. I really don't want to trade back. I just want to keep the picks that we have. And I don't think Linderbaum, we're going to get him at this point. No, and you know what? As much as I'm really not that thrilled with Conor McGovern, I guess you could live with him for another year. I mean, if something, it wouldn't surprise me if they draft the center later in the draft, if they see something with some potential, mm-hmm. or maybe if they could upgrade it between now and June 1st. But as much as I thought Lindenbaum could be one of the Jets picked, you know, at 10, I just don't see it right now. I think receiver, you know, and edge rusher and corner and linebacker those are four much more needy positions than a center at this point. I agree. It's going to be interesting because all last year, if you think about it, the first picks in the draft last year were for Zach Wilson. I, I, I think it's going to be a change of scenery this year. I think you're going to see more defense heavy and then a wide receiver. I, I agree. I, like I said, the, top, the first, however, whatever numbers they get to pick these guys at, 
They have first and second round of four picks, three defensive players, and a receiver. I, I'd be stunned if it's anything different than that. I'm curious to see what, what moves Douglas is going to make here before the free agency period comes to an end here and we're finally at the draft. But I'm waiting because the mock drafts are still all over the place. Every day it's a different player the Jets are drafting, whether it's a tackle, whether it's Kyle Hamilton, and a big name that we could look out for is Ahmad Gardner. I don't know if you've noticed his name come up a lot. Yes, I have. I have. And, you know, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me. I mean, you know, you know, Bryce Hall and Eccles did a really nice job last year. But, you know, this kid Reed is going to come in and start. You know, he's got one of the spots. And you know what? I mean, if Gardner's that good, I mean, if he's a Revis type of player, how do you pass on that at four? You can't. You can't. Would you be more satisfied with going with Gardner over Kyle Hamilton? Oh, yeah. Now, once again, if they would happen to take Hamilton, I'd be, you know, I'd be surprised. But they better be right. They, they better be right at that, you know, however they want to use him. I mean, I think right now Whitehead and Joyner is not a bad combination back there at safety. I, I, I mean, let's put it this way. If they happen to take Hamilton at four, this kid better be Ronnie Lott, Ed Reed, um, whoever else you want to mention. Palomalo. You know, Palomalo. That's the type of player this guy got to be. And I, I just don't know if he's cutting that mold. No, I, I don't know. We never know. We thought Adams was going to pan out, and then he fought his way out of here, and we saw what's happening in Seattle. He's not really panning out there, and he's injured, and we, we really have to make the right choice here. And I'm, I'm hoping – the only thing that scares me is if we do go with Kayvon. I know it, it's the off-field issues, but I, I'm having a bad feeling just how the offseason shaped out, we, even though we did bring in Jacob Martin, that we're going to go with Kayvon. Yeah, I, I, I'd be, I, I, I'd be pretty concerned if they drafted him. I, re, I really would, you know. Yeah, I mean, or, or I think, I, man, I, I think he could be one of the biggest boom or bust guys in the draft. I agree, yeah. and I, I, I'm not willing to take that chance. No. I think we should help out Zach Wilson at, at, as much as we can instead of getting him at that position. It, and even it with the Zach Wilson, it, me bringing him up, how do you feel about them bringing back Flacco on a one-year deal for backup? I wasn't thrilled about it. You know, I, I once again, I'm not in the building when they're having their meetings and stuff, but I, 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 just on the sidelines, I didn't see Flacco interacting with, with Wilson that much. And, you know, if Wilson will get hurt, Flacco hasn't won a game yet as a Jet backup. I no. know he's been on some bad teams. But at this point, I, I, I would have ra really rather seen him upgrade. You know, whether it was an Andy Dalton. I know Mariota. Where, where he signed with somebody. Tell you, I think starter. it was the Falcons. He went to Atlanta. Right. So, yeah, it's off the board. But I, 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 I mean, I kind of get it with Flacco and his connection with Douglas. But I think it was time, time to turn the page. You know, You know what? Maybe crazy things happen. Maybe White is better in the summer and they cut Flacco. Who knows? You know, you don't know. You never know. And, and then, then if Mike, God forbid, Mike White went down and they'd have to trade for Flacco again like they did last year because they didn't bring Flacco back on a contract deal. That's right. So I think they'd probably keep all three quarterbacks and, you know, that's take it, you know, you know, how many quarterbacks are playing the whole season? It, 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 Probably half the league these guys go down. So I think it's very important to have as many as you can. 
And I think he gets to his position to do it. And talking about quarterbacks, you know, it just shows you how much of a crapshoot the draft is. If you remember, go back to Sam Donald's draft, right? Yeah. And, you know, you heard all the shows and heard all the experts and, oh, this class, this is Aaron Marino, John Elway, you, you know, uh, Jim Kelly, you know. And, and so you have Baker Mayfield, Sam Donald, Josh Rosen. They're all busts. <laughs> They're all busts. They are. And What's insane is that I wanted Mayfield first and Allen second and that Allen is panning out for the Bills right now, but Mayfield, I was high on because he was great in college, and he just didn't pan out. Yeah, I, it wasn't his ability. I just didn't like his cockiness. And, um, but it, it turns out that you know the, the Browns are going to trade him, and, and I, I was reading something earlier, is that the Pandas are in, are in talks with them. And, I mean, I, I, would it be? I mean, how crazy is it that the, the Panthers could end up with Donald and Mayfield on the same team, and they're both trying to rectify their careers? I mean, these two guys were supposed to be like, you know, yellow jacket guys coming out, of, you know, every, into the draft, and, like Roethlisberger and, and Philip Rivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and now all of a sudden, they're both going to be could be on the Panthers. One is a backup, and one is a starter, and they, they both uh, have failed uh, with their first team. Ugh. Unbelievable. Then you have the whole Watson scenario going on right oh, now, and the league is in an uproar because he's going to the Browns. I know, I know. It, it, I, I, you know, I'm not sure how that thing's going to play out. You would think, and you know, listen, where there's smoke, there's fire, and you know, I hope he gets his life and career back in order. But you, you would think Roethlisberger got suspended four games for that incident that he had years ago. Mm-hmm. So at this point, you know, if the NFL, I know it's civil suits, however they get a handle this, if they come down hard on him, you would think he's going to get a minimum of six games, right? I, I would think so. I think there's going to be some punishment because there's just too much uproar in the media, especially on ESPN and First Take this morning. People aren't happy about oh, it. Oh, really? I didn't know that. No. But with that said, how about the money? How about that they guaranteed him $230 million? That's insane. Is that, that that is insane. If I were if I were the Browns, I would have traded for someone else or just stuck with Mayfield because he, it's too much of a risk. This is why I didn't want the Jets to get Watson because what if more cases come up? You never know what, what's going to happen. You never know. And once, like you said, where there's smoke, there's fire. We don't need gasoline thrown onto that fire. Certainly not. And I, I think the Browns. This is why the Cleveland Browns are Cleveland Browns. You know, they seem to be going in the right direction. You know, they, they did make the playoffs with Mayfield, what, two years ago, was it? That's right. And and now all of a sudden, it's like they gave away picks, they gave away starters, they gave away $230 million, and now they don't know if they have a quarterback who's going to play 17 games for them next year. I mean, it's crazy. It's insane. I, I'm just glad that we don't have Watson, and we're rolling with Wilson here, and I just hope he develops. I think year two will be a big leap for him. It should be. I mean, the, the, with the weapons that they're providing him, and let's see how the, the draft plays out here. But I think there's no excuse for Zach not to progress in year two. No, I, I totally agree. I mean, you, you got Davis. Hopefully he's going to be healthy. You got more. You, you, you know, more than likely you're going to get a receiver, you know, in the first round. And, you know, we haven't touched on it yet. And we were both very concerned. You know, I can't believe I underestimated 
the market value for Berrios. That's right. I, I mean, was just going to bring that up. I mean, our number one signing here on the offseason, who we wanted to bring back for a while now, and they should have did it in the regular season before the offseason began, Braxton Berrios. I know. And we, I mean, I what's his name? Drew Rosenhaus is his agent. I mean, the Jets got him for two or two years, $12 million, but they only had a guarantee $7 million. <laughs> so they got him for like next to nothing. It, 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 it's hard to believe. It's insane. And, and, and that's how you build that winning culture because that's what's needed to form a winning team is keeping the players that bring value to the team. And he brings it on special teams and on the offense as a wide receiver. That's right. And if you heard some of his comments afterwards, you know, he told his agent, you know, he wasn't chasing every penny. He wanted to be with the Jets. And that's nice to hear. And that's the type of guy, you know, in the past, you know, we let go. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kudos to, to Salah and Douglas for keeping this guy in the building because I, I thought it was an important thing, especially for the fan base because we would have all been, like, screaming if, if Barrios ended up somewhere else. On the Patriots or the Bills. But we do have to look out for the Bills because if you – you, I'm gonna. I knew that you probably saw it already just by reading the papers with Von Miller heading there now on the Buffalo Bills. I know, I know. Oh. It, it's the Bills are so loaded. I mean, if they stay healthy, I mean, how do they not win this division by two, three games? I, I don't even see the Patriots competing with them that much. No. I never really don't, especially with the addition think, of OJ Howard as a tight end too. Yep, I, I, I think the Bills. You could make the argument. You know, I mean, I think the Bengals are a good team. I don't think they were a Super Bowl team last year, even though they, they should have won that game. But, you know, just like the Giants in 2011, you know, they, they went on a run. Mm-hmm. But I just think on paper, and I I think the Bills, I mean, I'm, I'm going to take. I think they're better than the Chiefs. I, I think the Bills right now in the offseason going into this new year, I think they're the number one team in the AFC. I agree, and they just signed Juju Smith-Schuster, the Chiefs, as a wide oh, that's receiver. Right. That's right, that's right, that's right. I mean, you know, at this point, you know, I, I, I like McDermott as a coach. I know he's made his mistakes in some big games, but, you know, if they stay healthy, there is no excuse for them not to get to the Super Bowl next year. No. And it's just, it's scary as a Jets fan when you see these moves made because it's just, oh, we have to go up against this in our division. We just we just finished the Patriots year, a couple of years ago with Brady. Now we have to go up against the Bills. I just want to know, when is it our time? <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, I mean, realistically, the Jets, right now they're a better team than they've been for the last five years. And they haven't even had a practice yet. No. But, you know, you, you add whatever they do in the draft and whatever else moves that Douglas does, they're going to be a much improved team, but I don't know how that equates to wins or positioning in the AFC. Because if you look at all all the moves in the AFC, you probably have like seven to eight Pro Bowl quarterbacks right now, and now you add Matt Ryan to it, and he's another you know ex Pro Bowl quarterback. Mm-hmm. So now there's nine of them. There's only sixteen teams in the division. There's only seven playoff spots. You know, you're going to get a couple of these Pro Bowl quarterbacks they are not going to make the playoffs. Where does it leave a team like the Jets who are, like, booing the program and trying to develop a quarterback? <laughs> uh, it leaves a shutout again. I hope not. I hope because it's any given Sunday, just like when we did beat the Bengals in the regular season and we played a great game against the Buccaneers. 
But I, I think we're really going to have to pull out wins here. I, I think there's going to have to be put forth 100% of effort here by the players. That's the only way we're going to get in is we have to win games. That's right. And, and they, you know, if you look at the quarterbacks they face this year, you know, they got now Wilson and they, they'll go out to Denver to face Wilson. Um, who knows? Maybe they go to Seattle and the Baker Mayfield. I told you they got Rodgers. You know, they got Allen twice. Um you know, they got Watson if he's not suspended against the Browns. I mean, you're talking about tough opponents. It doesn't get any easier. Just when you thought that maybe this would be the year. And no matter how, what the Jets' record is, despite how many losses they have, the, the, the schedule is always difficult. It, it always is for this team. It's never an easy schedule. No, it, it, it never is. But you know what? Nobody's going to care and nobody's going to make excuses. You got to go out and you got to play the games. And uh, let's just hope that, uh, you know, everything clicks and Wilson, you know, makes that jump and turns into the quarterback that we both thought he would be. And that Sala grows as a coach. And, um, you know, maybe they'll surprise us. I hope so. And I, I think they will. I think they should because it's year two in the process here with Wilson and Sala. And then Douglas is on his fourth year, so he knows that he's on the hot seat. <laughs> so I yeah, think. Yeah, no, he. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I just think that, that there's got to be some progress made here. And and it better be a better season than last year. It, it better be. Yeah, I mean, you know, if they win four or five games and they get blown out like three or four games, like 20, 30 points like last year, that's not good. That's not going to sit well with Woody Johnson. This is, at this point, you just can't have that anymore. No. That's un- 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 unacceptable. No. And the fans can't. They, they don't deserve that. They, they they deserve to see wins. I mean, we're going on 12 years here without a playoff appearance. That's right. And, and I mean, I, I don't want to be like a negative Nelly, but unless something, you know, they catch fire, I mean, in Vegas, what are the odds are that the Jets make the playoffs <laughs> this coming year? You know what I mean? I know, I know. It's insane. I, I just want them to get back to it. But the draft, I think it's best player available. Uh, and besides Kayvon, I really don't want him. We don't, we don't want him. So I think it's best player no. available. We have to trust Douglas and his judgment here on who he drafts with the fourth pick and tenth. I think it's a, a receiver. Yeah, I agree. I think that's the way to go. I think it's going to be Wilson from Ohio State. I'd be surprised if it's anybody else. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and then away we go, and you know it, it's amazing. I heard on the radio that you know they, they report to, to the off-season conditioning program like in two weeks. Oh. It, 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 it's like it's like time is just flying by before you know it. It'll be OTAs, mini camp, you have training camp, and then all of a sudden the season will kick off in September. It just it's it's crazy. I'm looking forward to it because I, I want to see the development of this team with Zach Wilson in year two. I think it's going to be a better season than last year and the years before. And I think it's in – the only way is up from here. I really don't see how they can go backwards. I mean, it's it, anything's possible, but <laughs> – No, no, there's no way. No, no, we, we've seen some very inept football the last five years. And um, I think those days are over. I think you're going to start seeing, you know, they're going to win games. You know, they're going to lose a good share of their games. But I think maybe they'll pull a couple of surprises this year, and I think um, I think you're going to see um, the direction of 
the building of this team. And, and then it's going to come down to the following year. The following year is the year they got to make the major jump. Yeah. You know, 2023, it's got to be a playoff season. I, Boom, it has to. There's no more excuses at that point. I agree with you. And it, even Salah said it, year three will be great. <laughs> because he did say well, that this year, he's like, ah, don't don't get too hyped up for this year, but the third year will be great. Well, I hope he's right. I, 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 I You know, I'll give him a little pass. I wasn't thrilled about the comments. <laughs> but, you know, he... he he didn't lie about last year. No. He said last year was going to get worse before it got better, and that's how it played out. In the last month, they were a lot more competitive. He already set the ball low for this year. <laughs> so, so, But that doesn't mean they can't go forward. So if that's how it plays out, then, man, he better be right about year three. He better be. And then, and then it's going to be another revolving door. And I don't even want to start thinking about that. Because, no, because then no, it, no, once no. you get rid of the coach, you know, that it, there goes the quarterback. <laughs> and, and then the GM. Yeah. You know, and once again, you start all over again. I, I, I don't think that's going to be the case. I, I, I think I think these guys have a pretty good plan. And I'm, I'm just glad they attacked free agency right out of the gate the way they did. You know, and, and we didn't even talk about Tomlinson. The Nothing guard, Tomlinson. Right? You know, I, yeah, I mean, you know, they get themselves a Pro Bowl guard that played in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. I mean, you, you could see that the, you know, it, Douglas, he tightened the belt a little this year and he, he said, you know, it's time. And, and you know, he put his foot on the gas and I think he did a really good job. I, I think so too, especially now overpaying for players. I think they were great additions. I don't, I don't have a problem with the, any of the signings in the offseason. I really don't. Nope, I, I totally agree with you. I know a couple, like you said, a couple of fans are screaming for a receiver, but I, I think they're very content for grabbing one in the draft. Remember, Santana Moss was the last receiver that they took in the first round, and that's 21 years ago. <laughs> so let's hope that they pick another one in this year's draft, whether that's Drake London, Garrett Wilson, or even Chris Olave. I, I, I totally agree, and, and you know whoever they pick, just better be the right guy. That's yeah. all I could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our number one receiver, too, uh, and number uh, one. That's right. That, that would that would be very very nice. It's yeah. going to be interesting to see how they you know use a, you know a rookie and incorporate him with Davis and with Elijah Moore. You know, I know Lafleur likes to move people around in the slot and outside. So and you got your tight end. You got you know. Um, you got your running back. So, I, you know, they brought Tevin Coleman back. So, I, I think they were really, really good too. You know, they got Michael Carter. So, there's no more excuses. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's time to go out there, be competitive, win football games. And, you know, even if they come up short of the playoffs, at least, you know, after Thanksgiving, just, you know, be relevant. You know, you know when the TV they put on, you know, uh, the seeding, and then they have like six teams that are in the hunt. You know, that's all I ask for. Just, you know, the second week of December, let me see, you know, on the TV screen that the Jets are in the playoff spot. <laughs> uh, it, it would be nice because usually the, the season's over by week two. <laughs> that's right. So that that's a, that would be very refreshing and it would be nice to see. And, uh, let's hope for the best. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to it. Ira, is, that, is there anything else that we should cover here that we didn't cover or is that pretty much no, it? No, I think. I think we got it. I think we got everything. So, uh, you know, once again, I appreciate you having me. Always, uh, you know, I enjoy it. And uh, 
I think hopefully we'll talk right after the draft. Uh, you know, anything pops up, uh, I'm sure we'll talk. Oh, for sure. I'm looking forward to it. We'll do we'll do some draft talk, and hopefully that we're happy with the picks. I, it, if Kayvon happens, we, we know what's going to happen then. We're not going to be too happy about that. <laughs> no, that that's not going to go over well. But you know what? If they happen to pick him, they just better make sure they can handle him. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm not concerned about the – I think he could play. I think that's he can not too. My concern. It's the offseason. It's the off-the-field issues. Right. It's the money. It's his attitude, his maturity. I, I think that's a lot to do, and that's the thing that scares me the most. Yeah. Yep. We don't need another Jamal Adams. We don't need another <laughs> Sheldon Richardson fighting with Brandon Marshall no, in the locker room. Muhammad Wilkinson. No, you don't, you don't want that no. stuff. You don't really don't. So. All right. Well, listen, be well, and we'll talk soon. Yes, Ira, be well. Enjoy the rest of your night. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. Appreciate it. Have a good one. You too, Ira. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.